WCUT after further review as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. <laughs> he is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WSUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Hola. Welcome back to 88.3 WSUT's After Further review now we got david the man got here is on the phone lines give us a little bit of his western conference preview david just got done with your winners and losers hit it with us all right so we we know for sure that there are two teams that we know will be in the playoffs as the regular season has already started who's that the clippers we know they're going to be top four team the they just look like well it's only the they have depth they have perimeter shooting they have the leadership in terms of the veteran experience they have a closer they have the coaching what else so, and so I, I'm trying to think the only weakness that I can think of is that are they going to or how quickly in the season are they going to try to load manage or are they going to kind of do Kawhi how Toronto did last year where they limit him a little bit in the regular season so then come playoff time he just plays all the game. Hmm. Yeah, that, that is true. Yeah, you got a point. And then the other team, I do think the Lakers will make the playoffs just because mm-hmm. they're going to figure it out. They have, of course, LeBron game. <laughs> I think Anthony Davis is going to be there and I'm really just curious about their depth. Like, you look at the bench play, you try to figure out, and we saw a little bit in that Lakers-Clippers game, mm-hmm. just kind of when LeBron is not out there, when Anthony Davis is not out there, how is that second unit going to look? And that may be a question. Maybe they'll do a deadline trade deal. Maybe they'll kind of bring in some kind of veteran savvy. But, I, and again, it'll be similar to last year. If LeBron can be healthy, if Anthony Davis can be healthy, this team should be in the conversation for, at the very least, Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Where a dark horse team that I have, I really don't know what to expect from Dallas. But if Luca and Kristoff can do this one-two tango kind of thing, I think that they could be this year to what Denver has been the past couple of seasons or what Portland has been the past couple of seasons, that team that's pesky, you got your two stars and all you just need is the veterans to really help them push along as that experience. But if Dallas is a top five, top six team in the West, I would not be thoroughly surprised because I think talent wise, they have, it. it's just chemistry and, being so young and everything being so inexperienced, like Kristoff's now coming from the train wreck that was the New York Knicks. Like, I think they're youthful, just not knowing what to do. That could be a pro and a con, similar to how Milwaukee was last season or how Philadelphia was, where this is all uncharted territory. And so it may take them a couple of seasons to get over the hump. And again, knowing how the Clippers are, kind of built this dynasty. 
I could see Dallas being one of those top six teams and making a deep run if, again, injuries-wise, and Kristoff and Lucas just stay together. Teams, I'm not sure. I, guess kind of I would say the at... Kings are the most exciting team. I don't know whether or not they make the playoffs. There's people already on Twitter complaining about Luke Walton in the lineups. <laughs> I do know Marvin Bagley, I guess, wasn't in a, a, a pivotal stretch in the game, and people on Twitter were talking about that. Uh, but I will say they're the most exciting team to really watch with Darren, Darren Fox, Buddy Hill, and uh, Marvin Bagley. So keep a watch for them, but I don't know if they're going to be in playoff condition. I, I really think the Kings will probably be hovering around that 8th, ninth, 10th seed. Yeah, and I think they have... Like they're so young, and granted, we can kind of have a conversation of is Buddy was Buddy Hield worth that max ex- extension, or was it just a matter of he's out there now? You know, somebody's got to get the money this time around. But yeah, I think of that core, and people had questions with Luke Walton coming in. It's like, hey, when you were in LA, you're kind of so so, but that could have been more of you know organizationally, and you know who's friends with who, who knows who, who's cool with who, that kind of thing. So maybe fresh start. And then knowing that Sacramento had a lot of expectations last year, and they really exceeded it. Now with another year of getting younger, I really think De'Aaron Fox could be all-star caliber if he can uh, just continue on the trajectory that he showed last year. But yeah, I think Sacramento, it wouldn't surprise me if they made the playoffs. Just because the West is so deep, so they probably won't. But then you look at teams like San Antonio, where the heck are they going to be? No one ever knows going into the season. They could have 50 wins and be a 60. They could have 40 wins and be out of the playoffs. No one knows because Pop doesn't say anything. Well, he doesn't have to say anything. I mean, you know that they're consistent. I also think the Utah Jazz is going to be another team that people would watch. I think Quinn Snyder, uh, you know, the, the way he's been having that team competitive, and now they've added Mike Conley on the team, which, which should really sure up, even though Ricky Rubio wasn't a bad point guard, it really sure up the point guard position that they have in pairing him up with um, uh, Donovan Mitchell. And also I think it kind of gives him a little more, I guess, options and flexibility on offense, as long with also with Conley playing a little bit of defense. Now he is getting a little bit of an older point guard, so – I don't know if the D is always going to be there. Um, but those are the, the, some of the teams that I've been really intrigued to see who to watch from the Western Conference. Uh, the Pelicans, obviously, is it's going to be interesting to watch as I'm watching them right now. With, what's going to happen with Zion? If they have Zion, I think they're a playoff team. They can get as far as fifth or sixth. Without them, they drop out. Some people are counting out the Portland Trailblazers. I watched them the other night against Denver uh Still, with with that Lillard and McCollum, you know, backcourt, that's going to be pretty cool to see. So, I think there's this year. I think it's going to be competitive. Some people are saying that the Western Conference probably is not even going to have a team with sixty wins because everyone is so good. Everyone will be beating up on each other, and if a team, the the, the top team, could probably only have fifty three to fifty five wins. Maybe even on the even the low side, high forties to fifty because it's so much balance. You're gonna have to compete night in and night out. It doesn't look like anyone's gonna run away with this 
conference, maybe the Clippers. But as you mentioned before, with the load management situation, you know, they could be a stretch where, you know, the, the Clippers could lose a little bit of rhythm and, you know, lose a few games. I don't know if that could happen. Or it could be where the Clippers just run with it and then everyone else is kind of cluttered together. Uh, but th- th- that's kind of some of the things that I see from the Western Conference. Yeah, my my three big questions you mentioned kind of Portland and Denver, just two teams that played out of their minds last year. Kind of, I don't, I think Denver can kind of remain a top four team in the West, just because Jokic is just so dynamic. He has the ability to have a triple double night in night out. But like, do play do other teams have enough tape on him to be able to neutralize him at least offensively and just kind of force him to, we saw in his first game, he had the high points rebounds, but limited in his assists. And so that's, again, partially to his teammates. But with another year of everyone kind of knowing the system, everyone getting together, can Denver get back to that point? Similar with Portland. We know, like you said, Dame and CJ, they're going to ball out. Dame has already won a rap deep, but like he beat Shaq twice over the offseason with his rap battle. So we know he's got the energy he's got the extra added motivation in terms of wanting to finally get over the hump and get into the finally get into the finals with that one team kind of thing but then then also we have the ace in the hole what the police is up with houston like are, is it going to be similar to how we saw the other night where against milwaukee russell westbrook has a big points rebounds game and then harden has the assist and the kind of limited points, but then he only like struggles from the field. Is are they going to have on court beef? Kind of, they had a little bit of beef in that first game, but not really. Like, so what that chemistry going to be? We know D'Antoni doesn't care about defense, and so we know that all these games are going to be you know, one twenty to one hundred five or one thirty to one twenty. But just kind of, what is that team going to look like? Because they lost a lot of their perimeter shooting. And we know that in throughout the preseason, they just wanted to jack up threes every game. It was 50 attempts from three, 60 attempts from three. Obviously, you can't do that in the NBA, but are they just going to try to do what Golden State did a couple of years ago where we're literally going to live by the three? And if we die by the three like we did in the conference finals, then as well, so be it. But, yeah, I don't know what to expect from Houston. I don't no expect one bad shots. I mean, it, has, it happened the other night when they were playing Milwaukee. I mean, they were playing defense on Harden. And, I mean, you take what the defense gives you. That's just been my that's just my philosophy. And I don't know how other people think about it. And he was still trying to chuck up threes. And they were letting him go to the basket. And he really can drive to the basket and hunt the paint and find a lot of the bigs in the short corner or also as known in the NBA, the dunker spot. He's really good at throwing the lob to Compella, and it works. I mean, you're at this point in your career where you just can't be stopped. If, if you give up the drive, you're unstoppable. If if they give you too much space, you're hitting that jumper on them. I mean, you can do whatever the heck you want. Either you're going to have a game, a night, where they have to decide, okay, either we're going to just let him be a scorer or we're going to let him set up other players to – make them look good and it's just like you know you gotta understand that and he just still wants to take you know bad shots and they they, they were doing it the whole time and I, and you know another team i'm gonna tell you about is dallas i'm watching dallas right now at new orleans the the dunk the 
Luka Doncha and Porzingis, Brunson. Uh, they've they, they've got a, they got a solid crew there with Dallas. So they they could be sneaking in there, and along with you know the Nuggets with Jokic. So, like I said, it's gonna be interesting. I think Golden State, I think, will get it together. Uh, obviously, they won't be as dominant. Um, but like some people said, with Clay Thompson being out, this might be just the one year where you know it could be like LeBron with the Lakers last year for Steph. You've been dominating. You've been getting to the finals five straight years, and you know this could be the year where hopefully you don't get hit with a lot of injuries. Where you you might not make the playoffs, but you get that off season recharge. And and sometimes you need that as a player. You and you, you know some people don't like missing the the playoffs completely. But that's a grind going to five straight NBA Finals, uh, and, and and that could be the, the the case with the Golden State Warriors. And you know, a one year recharge, let Clay come back, maybe get possibly pick up another key free agent, and make a run for uh, the title the year after. But then you got to wonder too, how much longer can you contain this, considering that you know Curry's going to be getting towards the downside of his career. Uh, he he ain't getting any younger, and he's always also already accomplished enough. Well, and also given the fact that he already committed to playing at the Olympics next summer, would it be just more simple for him to? Hey, I'm not going to play in June, but get ready for July, August. I think he's too much of a competitor to be thinking like that. Like, well, you know, believe it or not, the guys like the Currys and and the top elite players, they're not thinking about branding and careers and all that. If he if he has an opportunity to get in the playoffs, because anything can really happen if you get to the playoffs and try to win a championship, he's going to do it. He's not going to be like, well, we'll play in the Olympics, so let's shut it down. I, I highly doubt with a guy like that and the competitiveness and the level that his game is at, 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 at which is at the top level, that he would possibly have that maybe cross his mind. I mean, he's just too competitive. But then again, though, you never know with some people. Yeah, and I don't think that they'll do a full little tank. I think they have enough talent there to, again, in the West, if they can get the 45 wins, I think that would be a rousing success. Given that, again, no clay. Draymond's been struggling. Draymond got hit with the injury bug. Kind of depth-wise, some of their bigs are out. And so it's really... uh kind of a core that's not really it's basically Steph's out there just going to be jacking up and we know he's going to try to do his volume but yeah it's going to be a rough season for Golden State especially kind of counteracting this new crazy ridiculously expensive stadium on the other side of the bridge and so how is that going to look are they going to try to flash the cast and try to bring in some big free agents or make some big trades yeah, there'll be a lot of questions for Golden State. Do I think that they'll make the finals again? No. Just because I think there are at least three or four teams that right now as constructed are better than Golden State. But like we saw last year with Toronto, if you have one superstar and a bunch of role players, if role players can do their roles and your superstar shows up and balls out, anything can happen. That that is that is that is totally true, and that would be the interesting part of the NBA season. Any final words, David? Well, I really, I really hope, and I don't want to like jinx them, but if Zion can't 
go all out. Maybe he, maybe we were all right and saying, "Hey, dude, you got to work on your jumper. You can't just keep dunking, dunking, dunking." Who? Because Zion. Well, I, well, did you see in the in the in the in the preseason he went twelve or thirteen all mid range stuff. I, I really think they do elevate his game. I'm only concerned, and I've said this on the show, was with the weight situation. I mean, the way he plays. It's such ferociousness, and it's such a hundred miles an hour almost. I don't, he's not really a pace himself type of guy, which which, which really the game of basketball is is pacing yourself. Um, and he plays kind of like a bigger version of Russell Westbrook. It's all go one hundred and everything, which helps him because I mean he's so big, nobody's gonna get in your way. But how much wear and tear is that gonna be on his body? And I would love to see. Zion play for a, a high level for a number of years, but I guess I think the style of playing, just his body type, will that sur- 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 surface for him? Will that happen? And I don't know. I, I rather, you know, and then that's when you start to wonder, you know, talent wise, if he stays healthy, he can revolutionize the game. I mean, that's how talented he is. But if he's going to have nagging injuries all the time, it, It'll be a travesty because I seen him play in the in the preseason. He averaged twenty points per game, and he made it look easy. It wasn't like oh, you know, he's getting his points in garbage time. Oh, it's the preseason, and you know, he's doing it against the the guys that they're probably going to be in the in the G League or probably cutting hair the next week after the you know the final cuts. He was really balling out, so it, it would like to see. And plus, it makes New Orleans more viable to watch. You know, we all want to see that. But, uh, yeah, time will tell. But the, the way his game is, I mean, he's just a, he's basically a walking bucket. He can get a bucket whenever he wants to. And I also like the way that he has the joy of the game he plays with. Yeah, like, I just really hope that, and a lot of former players have said kind of, one, with the weight thing, like you mentioned, but then two, just knowing that he had injuries in high school. We know what happened in Duke. He saw in the preseason he had to be shut down. Like, is this going to be a lingering thing? We saw how it limited kind of the start of Joel Embiid's career, kind of with the knee injuries and kind of not being 100%. And granted, it took Joel Embiid, you know, three or four seasons, and now he's really into the prime of his career, but he still has injuries. Is this going to be the same with Zion? Like, I'm not going to say he's going to be a complete bust because, you know, everyone's so quick to say, oh, he's injured right away, you know, he'll miss first two months of the season, but I think it is just physical training. If he can figure out his body and kind of prevent some of those future knee injuries before they become even more of a serious concern, okay, he should be in the league for five, ten years, easily. But only, again, only time will tell, and that's like, he was the star of the shack. He was the piece that everyone wanted. Everyone said will be the Next, LeBron James, but you got to have the body to do it. Yeah, that 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 is that is totally true, and he does he does have the, the capability of having the body of the next LeBron James. So, David, what's uh on the docket this weekend besides watching Ohio State whiskey? Well, Ohio State whiskey, NFL team, World Series, Monday Night Football, and yeah, maybe a little bit of World Series, but that's already over. Plus, again. We don't talk about baseball on the show. Well, we can, but you're right, though. The the way the World Series has been going, uh, 
there's more juice behind the executive getting fired than it is talking about the actual game. But it would be interesting to see the Nationals win without Bryce Harper. Yeah, you know he's lightweight, super salty. He's at Arthur Meemaw over again. He's mad. Yeah. And no, he's not going to get a ring. And even though they may be like, hey, you can come to the parade. Because he did promise to bring a championship to Washington, D.C. when he was at his Philadelphia Phillies press conference. <laughs> that, that is true. Anything else, David? No, just another another week of football and basketball, and hopefully the Bulls go eighty-two or you know eighty and two, maybe and maybe seventy-three and nine. You know, fat chance, David. Stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> Have a good weekend, man. All right. See you next week. Yeah, that was David the Man. Got Harris having his own action. You know, he has his own. Uh, congregation up there in Syracuse you know he's a pastor and everything that's been him with his winners and losers and a preview of the NBA Western Conference with David Harris also thanks to Frank Vashner uh, giving us a little bit about Friday night so for Frank and David I'm Derek peace we're out we'll see you next Saturday 11 to 1 or on the podcast on SoundCloud and on iTunes <laughs>